Check out Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs> Everybody. And welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show. I am your host, Scav D. This show is brought to you by the KitchenAid Meat Grinder Attachment. This thing grinds meat like a motherfucker. That's actually their slogan, by the way. Pick one up today. Coming up in the hour, music from Weezer. Beastie Boys, plus a few surprises. But first, I'd like to introduce my co-host, the Ernie to my Bert, how about the Ethel to my Lucy, the one, the only, Gloria. Hey, how's it going? Hey now, what is going on? (laughs) Nothing at all, everything's going great for me. Cool, cool. Same shit as per usual, we have made it. To episode number six. We have. Congratulations. Is this number six? This uh, is number six for us. Lucky think, number six. So yeah. how was uh how was your week? Uh well first of all, I just wanna say, and I don't want to sound like a teenager, but um happy 420 to all of those who are indulging this week. Oh shit. Stoners <laughs> unite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we Excuse sound like me. teenagers. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> Everything's going good, though. It's going good. Nice. Um, what's new? What's new? Yesterday, we had some friends over, which was cool. You guys are always having friends over. Always, it's wonderful. We're always fucking doing something. We're always a part of something. It's ridiculous. But um, that's good, though. It is good. Yeah. And we had some friends over that I don't do shit with, ever. This is, Lennon and... this is the extent of what I do is I have you over and that's about it. So. <laughs> this is the most joy that you get out of your week. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Having you over here. So. <laughs> well, I'm flattered. Right. What happened yesterday? Uh, so I had it. I had an interesting conversation with a girlfriend of mine yesterday. <laughs> okay. About who, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you want to hear about this? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know you do. Anyway, she was telling me she was watching uh, Rachel Ray the other day. and I like Rachel Ray. I love Rachel Ray, too. My, Got some of My her grandma cookbooks. always watched Rachel Ray. Every Christmas, she'd buy me like a Rachel Ray cookbook. But uh, anyway, so my girlfriend the other day was watching uh, Rachel Ray, and I guess she had like a special guest on, and they were talking about how you can tell whether or not you're getting enough fruits and vegetables. Um, you can tell by your poo. <laughs> All right. Curious. And uh, she was saying if it's a sinker, you're obviously not getting enough fruits and vegetables, but if it's a floater, you are. So if it sinks, you're not good. Yeah. Yeah. That means you fucking, you need to start eating right. (laughs) God. But if it's a floater, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. I'm not going to look. So you got to keep an eye on your shit. No pun intended. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care enough to look. Do my business and that's it. So anyways. Yeah. Well. So how was was your week? (laughs) Well, I guess You've been grinding shit all week. I've I mentioned that my KitchenAid mixer uh, attachment uh, meat grinder. That's what I've been doing. I've been grinding fresh meat all week, and it's been awesome. I don't know if you've ever done that. It is one of the coolest things you could ever do for yourself. Uh, I went to the Neiman's. I got a couple of big ass pieces of fresh chuck, and you cut those things up and. And you, you can just grind these things down in, in a minute. So basically, you've been grinding on your meat. <clears throat> I've been grinding on my meat all week. 
<laughs> Excuse me. That's also good to know. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to save a million dollars with this fucking thing. I swear to God, you can do, uh, I'm going to get some pork butts. You can make breakfast sausage. Uh, they've got an attachment for whatever the fuck you want to do with this thing. Like, if you So you're talking about grinding on your meat, <laughs> attachments, and what did you say, pork butts? Pork butts and being attached. <laughs> Sounds like you had an exciting Susie week. Homemaker shit. I don't mind being Susie Homemaker. I, I fucking know, love I didn't it. know Susie was like that. I'm domesticated as fuck. <laughs> I love that I know my way around a kitchen. Heather loves it too. She's very appreciative. Wow. Very appreciative. I make pizza dough with that thing. I fucking do beer breads. I'm doing all sorts of shit. I'm going to get a pasta, the pasta attachment. But uh, I did some fresh ground hamburgers. You ever had a fresh ground burger? Uh, like I mean, restaurants will say that they grind their shit fresh, but you don't know that they're actually doing it. I yeah, I guess it's wonderful. I have it. It's like you a need to fluffy, invite me over next time you're a, grinding your meat. I will. It's the texture is just fluffy and wonderful and delicious. And uh, oh god, nothing about this conversation sounds right right now. <laughs> I'm in love. <laughs> I'm in love with. But we uh, are literally talking about grinding meat. Oh god, it was. It's the. One of the most therapeutic things that I've done in so long. So I'm going to link some sausage. I hear that it is. I can't wait to link sausage. I can't. Sausage. Hey. <laughs> All right. So. I could go in so many directions with that statement. <laughs> so right. that has been my week. So, nice. Nice. Yeah. So. All right. Right now in the studio, we have our second that's right, our second guest. Thanks. He is coming all the way from Dallas, Texas right now. I would like to welcome MC Magnum Opus. What is up? <laughs> When'd you get into town? Thursday, Thursday night. All right. What you been doing? Uh, shit, a whole lot of nothing, man. Just down in Texas doing my thing. <laughs> When'd you move out there? Moved out there January, early this year, January 6th. Okay, so you, you, you haven't been out there too long. No, no, still new to Texas, man. It's a whole new adventure for me. You know, feels good to be back here on the D. Like I mentioned, you are an MC. You, you repped the D. You grew up in Waterford, right? Right. That's where you, that, that's where you started. When did you start? Uh, when, did you, when did you first get into hip-hop? Uh, shit, roughly around the age, well, uh, I'd say about sixth grade is when I really got into hip-hop. So, now. 90s? About, yeah, around the 90s, early 90s. Who, who, who were you listening to? Who were the guys that, that, that said, made you say, I want to do this? One of the, uh, the, the first, the first hip-hop MC group that actually got, grabbed my attention is probably Criss Cross, to be honest with you. Ah, <laughs> we, uh, the, the one guy just died. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I saw footage of that guy. <laughs> yeah, kind of heartbreaking, man. Right, it was real sad. You see all childhood idol pass away like his that, platinum man. records are all up on the wall, and he's just drugged out looking. Yeah, it's real sad. Yeah, but no, dude, I've, everybody liked Crisscross back in the day. That shit was awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, we related in so many different ways, man. Just you know, the age and everything, and you know, I, I was always told that me and my brother kind of looked like them and shit. So, it was <laughs> gotcha. Uh, when uh, who else? Who else did you like? Uh, man, let's see. I mean, there was like the old school MCs, like the Rock Him and KRS One. And okay, all, cats and all right. So them classic lyricists, of course, like Tupac and all that. For sure, right. definitely with that. When uh, so so when did you when did you start writing? When did you write your first rhyme? First rhyme. Well, I can tell you, I did my my first song. I was actually uh, a little older when I first recorded a song all the way through. Uh, I want to say I was around the age of like, like seventeen or eighteen when I first recorded it. Gotcha. As, as far as writing, I I think I wrote my first verse when I was around like fourteen, fifteen, maybe. All right, so middle school. Yeah, around middle school cool, age. Cool. So you've been at it for a minute. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while now. When did you start? Uh, when did you take it to the stage? When did you say? When did you decide you wanted to take it more seriously and actually perform? Uh, shit, about seven years ago. Seven years ago was it? Okay. Yeah, seven years ago. I'm I'm totally familiar with your performing. I actually used Definitely. to be your DJ, so I'm yeah. totally performing. Still, still, still is my DJ. I'm totally know. aware <laughs> of, of, of of all the all this, but uh, right. I, I just would rather hear it from your mouth. Actually, uh, what do you think was uh, 
we rocked a lot of shows. What do you think was the biggest show? The biggest show, probably, uh, probably the the Raekwon show. The gotcha. Show we headlined with Raekwon. Dude, that guy, the chef. Yes, the chef. That guy's a legend. Wu-Tang. So you opened up for legendary guys. We got the D12 show. I remember doing that one. D12, yeah. I know I was gone. I wasn't around for the Raekwon. I was in Texas for that. But uh, no, definitely. The D12 show was fucking awesome. D12, yeah. That was probably a favorite too, man. Between between those two were probably the favorite. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you, there was a big draw for the, the D12 show. I remember a lot of people came out for that one. That was fun. There really was. I was, probably, I was probably the most nervous doing that show than any other show. Yeah. Yeah. The first, the, the first big one. Absolutely. Damn, I got to lube that chair up. That chair game is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right, so... You rock some big shows. You're no stranger to, to opening up for, for bigger name people. Uh, let's talk about your quest for the Guinness World Record for longest freestyle. When that's something really? you decided you wanted to do, what, what prompted you to do that? We, uh, we did the show with uh, M80, my um, man that, that uh, fucks with Wu-Tang, but we actually did the show with him. And I remember being backstage, just kind of like fucking with him, talking to him and shit about his record. And at the time, it was like, like nine hours or something like that. And just kind of being drunk fucking with him, I'm like, man, that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's the best you can do, nine hours. Even though nine hours is amazing, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But he kind of came back like, well, shit, why don't you do it type shit, you know what I'm saying? And that's when the clock started turning, and that's when I decided to do it. And you're like, I'm going for this shit. How long did you have to prep to do something like that? Um, I mean, I've been rapping my whole life and shit. I'd say like the week before my attempt, you know, I spent a lot of time just driving to and from work, freestyling and just... You know what I'm saying? It's something that I did quite often back then. So it's it's just something that I prepped for my whole life, really. So coming off the top of the dome is not uh, is really not a problem for you. That shit is a lot. It's hard for most people. Yeah. So the, that uh, that's yeah, that's fucking amazing that you can do stuff like that. It is. Tell me about the attempt. You did it. You actually did it. Yes, did it. Did it at the old Miami out in Detroit. A couple years ago, right? A couple years ago. Uh, 13 hours, 30 minutes, 32 seconds. Fuck. Yeah, it's kind of... for 13 hours. Jeez. Yeah, it was really hard, really awkward, man. They let you take a little <laughs> drink in between. It, it, you're not just rapping straight. Like, you, they give you some, some leeway. They give you a couple seconds to take a drink. Stuff like that, right? Uh, not necessarily. The longest pause between words is like three seconds. You know what I'm saying? So anything longer than three seconds, you're disqualified. Ooh, so, all right. So you kind of you have to be aware of that, geez. right? You, all right. You, you have maybe enough time to just take a quick sip of water through a straw and keep going. You Fuck, know? damn, yeah, that's it was pretty rough, man. Fucking by demanding. Was, by the time I was done, my throat was just gone. You know, I couldn't couldn't yeah. talk. Dude, was, 13 hours. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yep. That's fucking ridiculous. I don't even like work. I don't like doing anything for 13 hours. Right. You know? Exactly. Uh, so you did it. You sent it in. You had it. And then somebody came and beat you. And right. now you're going to do it again. Right. I actually, uh, I, I did it again. I have it. I have it pending. There was a situation. There's a little issue with the, uh, the video uh, with Guinness. And so I have to uh, uh, send another one out there. There's. Something was corrupt about it. I mean, it, the file, the file didn't go through. It must have got fucked up in the mail or something like that. I really don't know, but I gotta send it out there again. Get it right. Right. All right. So, but you're not worried about it. You know, you can do it. Ain't right. no thing for sure. All right. So you're gonna do it again. Do you know when you're planning on? There actually, you know what? Uh, I briefly talked to uh, Super MC, a, a local Detroit artist. Right. And we, uh, they have a longest group freestyle. So me and him were actually just just chit chatting for a little bit about doing the longest group freestyle pretty soon. Uh, more than likely towards the end of the summertime. All right, dude. Well, fucking good luck with that, dude. Again, this shit is more challenging. Thanks, man. You've, uh, you, you already have uh, some, some music out there in the streets. You got any new shit you're working on? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm putting a little something together, man. I figured I'm going to put together like a, like a six-track album, probably like a, my last album, you know what I'm just saying? Just because I never really had anything like official as an album, and I want to, I want to drop that, and and hopefully have that done by the time I actually do the longest group freestyle, and pretty much go from there, you know. All right. Well, you'll do it. Right. You'll do it without a doubt. All right. Well, fucking a. You're gonna hang out for a little bit. I know you got a plane to catch, so I won't keep you too long. But so that's Magnum Opus. All right. He's gonna sit around. He's gonna hang out for a minute. All right. Let's. Uh, yeah. They like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How's about let's uh, 
How about we get into some music? Let's do it. Just like music. Yeah. We play that music. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you're the guest. You always go first. You brought a song. Yes, I did. What you got for me? How about how about Cage? Okay. Who's Cage? Tell me about him. Cage. Cage is one of the uh, one of the main influences that I've had in my career, man. Like when I first like really started writing and really started recording, I actually listened to him a lot, and I kind of had like that uh, almost like a gloomy sound to my music. And I, I kind of like picked up my almost my my style and my my my. Uh, Speaking of gloomy, you hear my fucking dog up there? <laughs> oh man, no, I totally agree. Cage is is definitely that that edgy, gloomy rapper who's got that gloomy style. That 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 I, I don't even know what you call it, but it's so fucking interesting. And the guy can totally change up his style every album too. So that's another thing that's remarkable. Right. What's the song you're playing? Uh, what is it called, man? I forgot what it's called. Actual name. It's called Every Rapper in the House. Shut the f no. It's <laughs> it's called Underground Rap Star. Underground Rap Star. This is older shit. So this is like his earlier Steve. So, all right, let's get into this. Cage Underground Rap Star, the fake ass radio show with Scab and Glow. In the A6 from that kid Huffing the Matrix I let my brain cells fight it out Until the light around You ain't even got hands To hold the guns you write about Ain't got a heater in one cage Need more than four fists I stay putting it down And don't come off this Can't bliss not Need a spray dolo With more leather combinations In my blood decay Solo LSD THC PCP The only three left on these GED You know you can't stand the manic Even if you don't get the picture The point of use the panoramic Chemical organic Leaf is clouding Get your contact Cracking in 3 plus 2,000 This is federal hate The general weight The medical grace the life of an underground rap star Get lots of brain But the birds are vain And peck at any man the life of an underground rap Yeah, I love Cage. I play a lot of weathermen on this show. I know I've definitely I play a lot of guys from New York on this show. So, all right. Well, shit, Marcus, Magnum Opus. I'm gonna put you on the spot, 
and I'm going to make you do one of your songs right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. You didn't Let's think I was going to put a mic in your face and not have you rap, right? I was expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this is a, a joint you did. This is called Angels and Demons, all right? You ready to do this? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Fake-ass radio show, Scavin' Glow, Magnum Opus, live on the mic. Sometimes I wonder if the present is my five minutes of fame Going out in public, strangers all knowing my name It feels great, but to the cats like him He don't agree, I'm known as a dope MC But never dropped an LP I never once looked at myself as the one to attract Girls never was attractive, I dissected out who I was Ever since the music's almost like I got something to offer But I don't, I'm broke, but somehow I'm getting popular Kinda like in school when every jock was cool Now that I'm older and all that isn't how everybody sees me There's no way, or could it be my head's getting bigger Maybe I think they like me, but they don't, man, go figure I guess my confidence kinda comes and goes like my dad But when I brag about the radio, no one seems to care I did a show with D12, like, yeah, Marcus, that's swell You fall from being somebody, so you'll probably fail, huh? Guys can be. Not many people knew I rounded that I battled them seeds, but I love the attention. Some call me a local celeb, and I can promise that I'll never let it go to my head. Cause I just spent too many nights trying to make dope songs in my room, so emotional and passionate. Like this is it. Instead, I made this image kinda like the devil's advocate. I drink by myself too, and that ain't helping shit. I know I need to quit, but I'm just stuck in my ways. Back in the days we had friends, now they're all pretend. Either that or they kinda pass through like the wind. They say family is forever. That don't mean that they care Cause I can only name a few that'll always be there I ain't trying to take shots, see I'm just being for real Y'all know the tragic shit I went through But I didn't see you nowhere It's like you turned your back on me But I won't even go there There we go. Nice. MC Magnum Opus. Live performance. Our first live performance. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know you got a plane to catch. I know you got to be out. So I'm going to let you do your thing. Thank you very much for coming in. Cool, cool. All cool, right. Cool. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, yeah, come back and see us real soon. All right. Yeah. There he goes. Magnum Opus. <laughs> yeah. First live performance. Yeah, that's awesome. And certainly not our last. <laughs> not at all. All right, certainly not our last. Uh, I, I want to get a band in here. That'd be awesome. I would love to get a band in here. Yeah. Maybe do an unplugged session or something. Yeah, that'd Somebody. be awesome. Um, we have the capabilities to do it. We've got all the mics and the necessary shit. So I'll put out the, the call to anybody who wants to come on that's listening, that wants to come on and promote some shit and play. We would love to have you. Please hit us up. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we'll find a way for you to perform. We'll find a way. All right. If there's a will. There's a way. There's a way. So that's our first live performance. Thank yeah, that you. That was awesome. Thank you, That Marcus. was nice of him to come by. Yeah. What was, um, what, w- what do you think is your favorite live uh, concert type thing that you've ever, that, that you've been to? Oh, geez. Uh, I don't know. I you know I've been to a lot of a lot of concerts. Well, a lot yeah, of living shows. in Clarkston, you kind of you grow up at Pine it's, Knob, it's unavoidable. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll talk about my first concert. I okay. Was, uh, it was Kansas at Pine Knob. <laughs> oh, okay. and you know you know the song "Dust in the Wind." Yeah, fuck yeah, everybody Can- knows a little, song. a little Kansas. Uh. I was probably like 10 years old, and I went with my mom and her boyfriend at the time, Stu. Stu? There we go. Fucking Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Take it away. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know how I have this. Oh, yep. This brings back memories. (laughs) Sitting on the hill 
with my mom, <laughs> her boyfriend, Stu. And stew. I, and I have to say, named Stu... After, named after a soup. <laughs> Stu had the sweetest fucking mullet that you would ever see. Oh, right. <laughs> Shit rocker mullet. <laughs> like, Joe Dirt had a sweet fake mullet, but Stu, Stu had a sweet real mullet. <laughs> like, it was pretty nice. And he was such a nice guy, and that's pretty much all I remember about Stu. He was a nice guy, he had a sweet mullet, and uh, first concert, Kansas. Fucking Kansas. And like many of my mom's lovers, Stu was eventually dust in the wind. All those boyfriends are just dust in the wind. See you later, Stu. Aww. Oh, that's where he busts it right here. All right. <laughs> God, what did I do, dude? I've been to some shit. Yeah. I went to that Mudvayne show. I talked about that. You, yeah, you told Cincinnati. us about that. Mm-hmm. Seeing, uh, seeing a show out of state is, is, is exciting. It is, yeah. It's exciting sure. as fuck to go see somebody out of state. Especially if you make like a road trip out of it. I right. I mean, that can be a good time, you know? Right. Well, you did your whole... Your whole road trip, Montana, Modest Mouse Brewery thing, right? Oh, yeah. Steve and I? Yeah. yeah. We uh, we actually flew out to Colorado, and then we got a rental, and we drove to Montana. Missoula, Montana. Missoula? Where, uh, yeah, like Big Buck Brewery is, and Modest Mouse played there. It was fucking awesome. We had such a good time. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It was a good trip. Good trip. See, now, I remember one of the more memorable shows that I saw. I saw B.B. King. Oh, I've at, seen him uh, a few times. See, I've only seen him once. I saw him, I saw him a few years ago, and uh, he was fucking amazing. He was absolutely... He sits in his chair. Phenomenal, right. He tells his story. Right, He's right. so good. Exactly, yeah. and, and, and he fucking... He still jams the fuck yeah. out, but he builds yeah. it up, you know? Oh, for sure, yeah. Right? Like, he, there's a lot of breakdowns musically... Uh, where where he where he tells like you said he tells his story yeah, he just sits cool. there he tells his story and then when he's made his point they jam the fuck out and they bring it back you know <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then the crowd goes nuts and shit but um and his stories I mean he's so fucking interesting like he was just telling stories about being on the road and and some of the other guys that he's fucking played with yeah and uh, he was really funny I remember him being funny at times and but but what I remember was the the audience like we hung on his every word. You could have you could have heard a fucking pin drop on the on the hill. Right. Right. Because we were just so captivated by this guy. He only has so many years left, too. Well, so. you're listening like you're really like, wow, I want to hear what he's saying. Like, right. You're really right. Listening to his story. You're, just, he's just generally, you're, you're laughing. He's you're just, like, yeah, he's, yeah it's, he's interesting as fuck. So that's captivating. He's captivating. That's a, that's the that's an example of a fucking like a chilled lay back. For sure. Show. Oh, for like, sure. I've been to some crazy fucking debaucherous fucking ridiculous concerts, too. I know uh, Brett at Hot Butter Podcast mentioned on one of his shows, there's been concerts where I've seen The Hill involved in just an all-out brawl that starts, <laughs> at, <laughs> it starts at one side of the hill and it usually rolls backwards to the other side of the hill through the fence and shit. Right. And people are just getting fucked up. People and, are getting rowdy and drunk. And, uh, yeah. Right. And then shit up. the HC also mentioned that they throw sod. They, they pull up giant <laughs> patches of sod so you, you can look behind and you see nothing but a dirt cloud and pieces of sod and fucking... Muppets and South Park characters are flying about the, the air. It just looks so comical. You know, Lori got kicked out of high now for doing that shit. For throwing sod? Yeah. Oh, God. Fucking <laughs> <got> Lori. <laughs> Sorry, I had to call you out. But oh, it's too God. funny. It's too funny. And I want to say it was a Kid Rock concert. Oh, God. See, that? that's what they do. Motherfuckers go nuts at Kid Rock. People they are, love yeah, that guy. Yeah. So and I saw I remember I saw Green Day too uh, years ago when I was in seventh grade. Yeah, we went to see Green Day and it was a bunch of us. It was like me and six of my buddies, and it was right, we were in seventh grade. So it was right when they started, right when they blew up. It was their first show in Detroit that they had ever played since they've gotten 
famous with right. their first song. Uh, fuck, I can't even remember the fucking name. The album with the... The Dookie album was yeah. what did it. And then the song was uh, Long View. Uh, so my dad drove us down, Aww. me and six of us, in that minivan. Remember I drove that minivan? <laughs> the one that you used to drink white Russians in? Yo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That van, we he drove us down, and that was like the family truckster. So he drove us down, and we went in, and it was cool because we went in, and he went up the street, and he met with my uncle for a drink. They went up to, you know, they were just hung out downtown somewhere, went to a bar. So we go in, and Green Day comes on, and everybody rush the stage we were up in the seated seated area and then there was a floor right when they came on and right when they came on everybody fucking rushed the stage so kobo i haven't been there in years but i remember kobo arena was set up to where it was kind of like it was bowl shaped so there was the seated area up top Mm -hmm. and then the it like the seated area went down into a railing and then beyond that railing there was a wall like a 15 foot drop right. beyond that railing down to the floor gotcha so people were jumping over that railing as soon as they fucking oh, came geez. on and it was it was it was not here this people is this is what it, it was like this <laughs> it kind of <laughs> sounded like this so the crowd's there yep there's the crowd ladies and gentlemen Green Day. <laughs> Here we go And at this point, everybody is rushing the fucking stage. It is just panda fucking monium. You could see a wave of people just coming down. And flying over <laughs> the fucking railing. Oh my god! All right, and there's there there's security is down at the bottom, and they're literally trying to catch people as they're falling off oh of the walls. Oh my god, that's crazy! And people were breaking. It looked like people were breaking their legs. I could just see you standing there too, like freaking. I was the fuck so out. young. <laughs> like I I was like, whoa, holy shit! <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. So, because I'd never seen anything like that, right, you know? I'd right. seen that movie yeah, Kids, crazy. and I'd seen one ass aspect of, like, <laughs> dumbass kids being dumbass kids, but this was on a whole another debaucherous level. So, yeah. So, everybody uh, is running down the stairs uh-huh. towards the railing, jumping over, and the floor filled the fuck up. There was, you know? And everybody that didn't run down to the floor like us, we either moved closer towards the railing to get just closer, better seats, or you ran up into the fucking halls because it became a free-for-all. It, (laughs) it, I feel like the vendors shut down early and people ran up into the bathrooms and they were, they were fucking destroying the toilet paper dispensers and they were ripping out those giant industrial uh, fucking rolls of toilet paper and lighting them on fire and throwing them down on people in the crowd. <laughs> it was like these. There were people destroying shit behind the uh, the, the the concession stands. Uh, there, I remember there were big there were big ice bins that got raided. People were throwing. People were just fucking raging. It apparently, was nuts. <laughs> it was fucking Green day. nuts. <laughs> They were throwing bags of ice. It was yeah, raining ridiculous. down fire and ice at this fucking show. All the elements were fucking coming down. It was like the last airbender at this wow. fucking Green Day show. So it was absolutely nuts. Within the first 45 seconds of the fucking show, it was just That's a complete hilarious. shit show. Clutter. <laughs> and there was just me and, and my, my, I was 12. Just me and my young ass looking at all of it. Like, what's going on? <laughs> it was fucking insane. So, yeah, that was my couple of my live wow. shows and shit. So, yeah. Um, Memories. We'll do an all live version of the show one of these days, too. The all live version of songs. For sure. Coming yeah. soon. Some of our favorite live jams. So, well, what do you say, Glow? You got a song. You ready to play your song? Yeah, so I'm going to kick it old school tonight. I am going to play some Beastie Boys.
Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what you want? And it's the second single from their album, Check Your Head, released in 1992. A couple years before this show that yeah. I went to that I just spoke about. And I don't really feel like I need to say much about these guys. Like, I feel like nah. most people are familiar with the Beastie Boys. Needs no explanation. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, fucking A. Well, shit. Let's do this shit. Not much of a uh, intro on this song. So this is So What You Want, Beastie Boys, fake-ass radio show with Scav and Glow. Oh god, that's a fucking banger ass tune. I know. <laughs> it has been for decades. And you know what? It's been like what, almost three years since MCA passed away? I think it was May fourth, two thousand twelve. So we definitely need to revisit the Beastie Boys that week. Okay. In tribute to MCA, you know. Alright, that's what Gloria thinks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will revisit you. All right. You know, uh, MCA is, uh, M- uh, is, is MCA's co- MCA is Heather's cousin. Or was. Really? Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you that? I 
They're cousins. I feel like I'd remember that. No, I don't think you... Mm-hmm. How so? Like From her dad's side. Somehow, some way, they have family that lives here in Michigan and family that lives over there in New York. And Crazy. he's part of that family. Yeah, I so did she, not know that. He wow. was here. He was here for a family reunion when she was a kid. And she remembers him. Yeah, she... Uh, they were somewhere that had a the the kitchen was a big kitchen had a wooden floor no way and they were all wearing socks and he was teaching everybody how to moonwalk <laughs> yeah so that's awesome yeah, what a, cool, a great memory cool cousin yeah that's really fucking heather cool, yeah. heather told me that shit Aww, so, i like it yeah so that's mca good dude yeah so all right i need to refill oh shit you should have done that while we were listening to the song I don't think about things like that. What are we drinking, by the way? Uh, I am revisiting the gin and tonic. Oh. I know I had it in one of our episodes, but this time I'm doing it right. I remembered my lime. Okay, <laughs> nice. And I got a sixer, a random sixer of uh, some porters from the store. The last one, I can't remember what I just drank. I think it was a Founders Porter, and I just enjoyed there. This one is Bell's Porter. That's not the vanilla one, is it? Nah. I told you I'll share that one with you. Yeah, that one you gotta share with me. I'll split it. So right. let's go ahead and pour that. Uh, doesn't it sound good? Go, 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 go. Gotta love that audio. <laughs> love that shit. Oh. Alright, so that's what we're drinking. That's what we're drinking. Let's do this. I want to talk about this because I, I said that I would on the, uh, the FaceTown. What do you want to talk about? Did you hear about the horny... Georgia Twister mom. <laughs> Did you hear about this woman? <laughs> yes. All right. Just so recently. <laughs> I got to sip my beer for this one. Hold on. <laughs> this is a good conversation piece. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what. Uh, well, for those that don't know. It was. A 35 year old mother of five. And the kids were ranging in ages of four to 16. She threw a wild... No, it was 8 to 16. No, 4 to 16. Yeah, there was a young kid in there. Well, I don't know if the kid was there, but... they. She threw a wild, naked twister party for the 16-year-old daughter and her friends. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't mean they watched a horrible tornado movie from the 90s without their clothes on. No, Lord knows that might have been more understandishable <laughs> than what actually happened. For no, sure. they played the game, that cheesy game from the 60s, Twister. Twister. All right, so the daughter calls, calls mom. She wants to have a party. You know, yeah. I want to have a party. Right. Mom had a bunch of weed, <laughs> bunch Jesus. of booze. I was like, come on, <laughs> bring them boys. Bring them boys over here. Bring that young dick over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, long story short, apparently this woman's a Mormon, and she didn't. From what I was able to gather, she didn't start drinking until a few years ago. Okay, so she gets fucked up. Yeah. At this party because she can't handle her liquor. She fucks one of these kids. gives them then she gives them a show in the living room with a bunch of adult toys oh jeez right she passes out and wakes up to find that the daughter's boyfriend is on top of her fucking her oh wow right (laughs) (laughs) like what do you like what is there even to say what's going on (laughs) you know so She apparently works uh, at a bridal shop, and um, she's lost custody of her kids. Um, do you want to know how they, how the police found out about this? How did they find out? She got narked out by her AA sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> right? The well, fucking AA sponsor. The Alcoholics Anonymous... Now, now, sponsor. Let me just ask you this: Say you're her sponsor, and she tells you that fucking story. I feel like that pales in comparison to some of the other stories that I've heard at the AA meeting <laughs> or two that I've had to go to in my life. It would pale in comparison. You don't go to the cops about that shit. You don't narc. She trusted these people. <laughs> fucking, 
They go to the cops. I can't believe I would never go to another the AA meeting. The sponsor was like, wow, this shit is fucked up. Right. Lady, I can't even handle you. <laughs> I would call the fucking cops. I would never go to another you AA meeting. You don't need to have kids. There's you nothing know? anonymous about that. <laughs> well, I'm sure you probably wouldn't so, ever go to an AA meeting again, but you also probably shouldn't talk about that no. shit. No. <laughs> with strangers. <laughs> so, so she's not cooperating with uh, police right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Which is code for she's keeping her mouth shut. Yeah. Which is what she should do. You know? Let the lawyer dig up some dirt on that fucking... That AA sponsor. And no doubt they'll find some. Well, it says It's a here, fucking AA meeting. It says meeting. here that she played Naked Twister. She slept with an 18-year-old boy that was there. As well as her daughter's 16-year-old boyfriend. But then later on, it, her 16-year-old daughter says that it wasn't her boyfriend. It was another boy. Another 16-year-old boy. Right. So she slept right. with two guys... She did a bubble bath. Ah, a little bubbly bath. She performed. She performed a little. Uh, <laughs> how should we put it? Uh, an, an adult show. She, yeah, pretty much. She put on a performance for Fucking these kids, and uh, the AA sponsor knocks her out. Jesus, that's so. pretty fucked up. I'm sorry, that's pretty messed up, though. Like. At a fucking AA meeting. I don't care how much you've had to drink, you know, like. <sighs> it's a little extreme. <laughs> She'll probably walk. I'll bet they'll find, you know, because they'll find some dirt on the fucking sponsor. <laughs> this sponsor person is probably on probation already. Fuck. <laughs> Everybody there at the AA meeting is probably on probation already, except for this one lady. You know, <laughs> yeah. she's just there trying to be honest. They're all there getting their fucking getting their sheets filled out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Always getting that fucking sheet filled out. Think twice when you go to AA. You might not want to share everything. No. <laughs> Gotta do your 90 and 90. I always uh, had to get people. Geez. I always had people fill out my sheet. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? Always. I had to fold it. When you turn it in, you fold it a bunch of times because you know, it goes into a basket. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm going out tonight. I'll probably see about 10 people I know. Right. They can sign right. it. Right. You spill some coffee. I would always spill a little coffee on mine, too, because there's always coffee. A couple different colored pens. <laughs> yep. Yep. Different colored pen, different color ink. Put a little cig burn in there, too. Always coffee and cigarettes at a fucking, you know. Coffee and cigarettes. So. AA. They played Naked Twister. <laughs> fucking Naked <laughs> Twister. That's a game that guys have been... They've been using that game to fuck chicks and... and in this case, vice versa, for like a hundred years now, that fucking game. I guess. That's an old school game. I pretty much only remember playing it with my girlfriend, so... It's a swingers game. I guess. I don't know. wouldn't know anything about that. Man, I'll bet it was... It was probably a... Can it, 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 out of the scene in there, it was fucking weird as fuck. The only time I ever played Twister was innocently. Like, it was with friends and... No, this wasn't... This was not an innocent scene. No, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> Who wants to play Twister? Fuck! This is wild! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Look out! Whoa! Jesus Christ! What the shit. fuck is going on here? Fucking raging kids everywhere. I was just having a little party, you know. My mom said I could have some friends over. Oh. It's a lot of guys here. A lot of sausage. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. You you want a drink? Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of booze here, that's for sure. Thank God. Yeah, I know. My my mom got it for us. Oh. <laughs> it's really it's really smoky in here too. <laughs> that like that stuff smells really strong. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. It's my mom's. Oh. Is that your mom over there? With all those fucking naked guys? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's her. <laughs> Twister, huh? <laughs> that's really an old school game. <laughs> I haven't played that game since I was like nine. <laughs> she seems uh, quite flexible, that woman. Whoa. And that is a giant sex toy. Wow, holy, holy shit. shit. <laughs> I didn't realize you could do that. Yeah, she's hot, huh? Yeah, she uh she seems really awesome. 
What? Is, that, is that a baby over there? Oh, God. <laughs> There's the, children here running about. What the fuck? She, uh, uh, what's this fucking poem you have framed on the wall here? Oh, the, that, that's just nothing. That's just the serenity prayer. You want to smoke? Uh, no, thanks. Uh, this shit is pretty much fucking boogie nights in here. Yeah. And I don't imagine the apple falling that far from the tree. So I think we're going to dip out of here and uh, I think we'll uh, we'll catch you later. Wait, wait. <laughs> that was sketchy. That was fucking sketchy. That was ghetto freezing meat. <laughs> the fucking mom. She uh, is a little freaky. Hello? Yeah, fuck this person. <laughs> Whoever they are. They're interrupting my bit. What? <laughs> All right. Oh, so. that's too much. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I got. I got a song. What are you playing? I got tonight? one more song. Uh, what I'm playing tonight is uh, New Weezer. Cool. New Weezer. Yeah, this is off of uh, their album Everything Will Be All Right in the End. Okay, and this came out late last year around October and I like this album because it sounds like their first album and I I know why uh, it was produced by this guy Rick Ocasek and he is the guitarist from The Cars oh really? Mm -hmm. so he produced their first album as well as this album that's so. cool and thank goodness, too, because some of the last few Weezer albums have not been very good. Yeah. You're still trying to sell me on this one. They had a poppy sound, you know? Their blue album, the green album, I fucking, I love those he albums. He did the green but... album, too, this guy, the Ocasek guy. He really? did that album, too. And he's too. from The Cars? He's the guitarist. He used to be I the have, guitarist in the cars. Eventually, I have a song that I want to play from The Cars. Okay. That it's one of my favorites. And... Just What I Needed? No, not that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good tune. I can't say I'm a huge fan of the cars, but they have one song that I just, I love. I love it. So oh. eventually I'll play it. But. The first album, the blue album, is a fond record for me as well. Uh, I remember I bought that cassette when I was in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And um, so the timeless album. So the song, or I should say songs, that I have chosen to play tonight are my favorite part of this album. This is how they close the record with the three-part medley suite, if you will. Uh, it's an epic seven-minute song. Seven minutes? They take it in three different parts. What? All right. I love when bands can create a long, epic concept rock opera type song that yeah. has different parts. Like, I'd say, the Who's Tommy is a good one. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. Green Day tried to do that shit. Led didn't. Zeppelin has a few. <laughs> American Idiot's one of those. Uh, no Effects did an, uh, a really long song called The Decline that is uh, mm -hmm. that I dig. I also dig when uh, guitar players, they stack up their solos. Yeah. And they play over each other harmonically. Cool. And I think that the guitar work in Weezer, uh, they, they do a great job doing that. So some of the melodies in this song, the guitar melodies are absolutely beautiful. Okay, so this is the Wastelands, okay, Anonymous and Return to Ithaca, all three parts in their entirety on the Fake Ass Radio Show with Scav and Glow.
<laughs> there you go. That's how they end the new Weezer album right there. With that epic fucking beautiful fucking number. Beautiful fucking number. Oh, that was beautiful. You're going to hate me for saying so, but... You don't like it. I know. You've been playing this album for me when I come over, and I'm, yeah. I'm trying to like it, but oh, I'm not into it. I'm not into this so new good. Weezer album. And it's... I feel like I haven't been into their last couple of albums Well, no, either. because their last couple albums have been crap, and they've been poppy and synthy. Like, when I want to hear Weezer, electronic. I want to hear their old stuff. This kind of sounds like their old stuff, I think. Not to me. It sounds like over-exaggerated, like they made this song for like some stupid cheesy teenage movie or something. Oh, well my my, <laughs> my teenage movie. My super cheesy teenage I movie. I don't know. I love Weezer too. I don't want to hate on Weezer but... I know. That's why know. you I'm should love this new it. album because I feel like they kind of got back to their roots a little bit with this yeah, one. I don't so, feel it. It's a quick album too. The first album, the blue album is only like a half hour long. This yeah. album, same deal. Quick. 31 minutes, some shit like that. Quick, painless, good songs. That song was like seven minutes long. I know, Talk so that's like painless. we just listened. We already listened to a fucking, <laughs> like a third of the album. <laughs> you know? So, and it's awesome. I love it. Gets up tempo at the end there. So, great job, Weezer. I thought you did a fucking wonderful job on that fucking, so, wonderful work. Appreciate it. Yeah, we do. What else you got going on this week that you need to talk about? Anything? Uh, not really. I no. Mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up for me. Yeah. Yeah, Kansas, Pooh, and yeah. Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Green Day. <laughs> Green Day. Hooker, Trash, uh, uh, Twister Mom. Twister Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an interesting week. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I actually told the guys at uh, Hot Butter Podcast, uh... What do you uh, what do you think about this podcast? How do you think we're doing? You like this shit? Uh, yeah, I yeah, do too. I'm enjoying it. You come yeah. over, we hang out, we shoot the shit. We get to hang out, and we have some fake ass radio fun. Right, right. And um, yeah, and it's an uh, excuse for you to get the fuck out of the house for a little bit. I'm just trying to help you achieve your dreams. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It did take some convincing. It did. I a little I, bit of convincing. Uh, I think I argued this. I was like, so, no, I don't really think people want to hear the shit we have to say. But, uh, but people like you, and they're glad that I was able to convince you. So, well, it's just fun hanging out with you. So, right? You get yeah, away from the, uh, yeah. the from the boy. You get away from, <laughs> you know, it's, almost, it's a little break away from the baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's loud. Oh, God. <laughs> they only get louder, you know. So, good times. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, are, are you trying to go anywhere with this? I'm really not. I like that we just we we gig every Saturday. We're probably gonna switch the day up a little bit now that summer's here. Right. I'm getting a bit more busy on the uh, the weekend we, tip. We want to be available on Saturdays. Yeah. And have a little fun. Right. It's yeah. been cold as fuck, and now that it's nice and shit, we'll probably I don't know. Maybe we can record on Thursdays. And It'll still, be a weekday. still yeah. continue to post on Tuesday. I don't know. We're gonna have to figure out something. We'll but figure it out. Yeah, the Saturday we'll nights though. Know. Now that it's nice <laughs> out and shit. Yeah, the Saturday nights are gonna start going towards we, we've the. We've got that summer fever right mm-hmm. now, so they're gonna go to the weather. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Well, that does it for me. So, I've been Scav, and I've been Glow. And this is the Fake Ass Radio Show. The show. Have a good night. Peace. Or a good morning. Or a good morning. Whenever you're listening, we're glad that you are listening. Thank you very, very much. Good day.
Hello there. I'm Brett. And I'm Eric from Hot Butter Podcast. A weekly conversational podcast that usually results in a moderately humorous take on the world in which we live. You can expect the occasional rant, hockey talk, dad life, self-deprecation, our favorite song of the week, and plenty of randomness. So grab a beer or wine spritzer and check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Twitter, and Facebook, or on the World Wide Web at hotbutterpodcast.com.